0: And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com.
3: No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited
2: by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard.com Pop Shop Podcast. My name is Keith Caulfield, and I am the co-director of charts at Billboard. Coming up today, we've got must-hear music with Billboard's deputy editor digital, Joe Lynch, because... As always, the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast is your one-stop shop for all things pop on Billboard's weekly charts. In addition, you can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, fun chart stats and stories, new music, and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. But first... Before we get started, if you enjoy the show, subscribe to us on iTunes so you won't miss an episode, and you can even give us a rating. It makes us, you know, happy and stuff. Only if you say nice things. You can say bad things, too. That's fine, too. Um, And if you want to explore more podcasts from Billboard, visit iTunes.com slash Billboard Podcasts. So today on Must Hear Music, Joe and the team will be discussing new tunes from Allie and AJ and Blood Pop and Justin Bieber. The latter two teamed up for the new single friends which is due to debut on next week's billboard hot 100 chart fun fact blood pop co-wrote the bulk of the tracks on lady gaga's last album joanne as well as a number of the tunes on both bieber's last full-length set purpose and madonna's last studio effort rebel heart clearly blood pop knows his way around pop superstars so With that said, let's get into it on Must Hear Music. All right, hello, and welcome to the
2: Must Hear Music podcast. Uh, My name is Joe Lynch, and I'm sitting here with Jason Lipschutz. What's up, man? And Lindsay Havens. Hello. This is kind of like a special breaking news alert (laughs) edition of Must Hear Music, because we recorded a podcast and was, you know, prepping to unleash that into the world, and then lo and behold... Her Holiness Taylor Swift uh, unleashes her inner demons and comes out with a new song. So, we are recording this little thing and then uh, we will proceed with the rest of the podcast, which is recorded pre Swift. Pre Swift. Um, as history whole will now. Era. Yeah, pre Look What You Made Me Do. Um, but, anyway, so let's, let's talk about it. I
3: would say, just quickly, I would say the title Look What You Made Me Do refers to us adding an addendum to.
2: Onto this podcast,
3: yeah. Look what yeah. she made us do. Look what i she mean she made Here
1: on a Friday, guys.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow, at work on a Friday. Yeah. What a saint. Who does that? yeah. Truly incredible stuff there. Really inspiring, <laughs> Lindsay. Um, anyways, work, you know, <laughs> let's talk about um, let's talk about this Taylor Swift. So, look what you made me do. First single from Reputation, significantly dark, sinister. Um, you know, some caustic—I believe was a great word you used in your wonderful oh. little uh, review, wow. Jason. So, wh- why don't you kick us off?
3: Um, sure. I mean, my my initial reaction to this was just surprise because it just look I I wrote about earlier this week about what you can sort of expect uh, from this because you knew from the album title Reputation, the album artwork with the headlines she was she was definitely not going to move on from some of the controversies that plagued her last year you knew she was going to address it what i didn't expect is like this totally bonkers song where you have all these moving parts and she's so like pissed off in it and she's taking names and is like uh, i don't know i just i i i pictured her getting a little bit darker but i Mm -hmm. didn't expect to this degree um what did you guys what did you guys think about
2: that were you guys like when you first listened, were you guys like whoa what the the hell's going on last night oh my god yeah of course i was there i like was going to sleep because i was very tired but then i was like i I stayed up for this so did
1: alexa alexa usually goes to bed at like 10 little (laughs) angel wow Um, doxing grandma alexa (laughs) that's awesome so she comes running into my room like a few minutes before midnight Mm -hmm. is like it's out. <laughs> and then we actually recorded our first listen. Nice. And I have I was, a video of it. It's so yes. funny.
2: Post it on Twitter, please. We thought about it.
1: Yeah, it's sure. a little, it's yeah, yeah you're actually um, gonna
3: have to post that.
1: But yeah, before. so we were just like listening. And we're just like, we kind of like it because I like weird music. And this mm-hmm. is kind of dark. Like the beat makes no sense really. Yeah. Um. So I was into it. And then when she was like, the old Taylor is dead. We both yeah. like, lost it. We were like, what? And then we played that back. Baba
2: Shook, yeah.
1: Yeah, we were. Um, so that was my first take on it. I really very... like it. I feel like I'm in the minority here.
3: I was just going to say, very quick aside, I saw The Baba Duke for the first time two nights <laughs> it's a, ago. It's a very good movie. Very I good movie. I haven't seen it still. Sorry. I mm-hmm. just I, yeah. I had to point that out. It's
2: a great. Anyway, film. Um, I, I also really like it. But for, I mean, yeah, I was very yeah confused and surprised when I first heard it I mean it's a t- here's the thing like she like lyrically we've she's touched on this before maybe not quite so maliciously mm-hmm. um but I think the, the real surprise is like she's usually such a like perfectionist like everything sounds so polished from her like from her country singer songwriter yeah. stuff to like blank space is like such an immaculate production and and this like you've said Jason this is like a messy jarring production yeah um it's not like perfectly put together and you could say you know maybe that's like the point of it like she wants to like show some edges and kind of disrupt things and Mm be um you know a little more I don't know you know sonically adventurous than you're gonna get on a perfectly um patched together pop single but I like I mean listen it's the other thing that really struck me is just it's crazy that this is not unsimilar to swish swish and that like Katie and Taylor (laughs) both have these like nineties throwback nineties club throwback tracks, um, within the same, you know, year. And this is not like a, you know, nineties sure are like hot right now, but it's not like nineties club influenced tracks are like tearing up the radio. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's a strange thing to throw back to. And that both of them are kind of doing that, um, at the same time is very odd. Um, and yeah, and then, you know, there's, of course, the part where she's like speak singing, which mm-hmm. sounds very much like Fergie um, yeah. on My Humps. It's just, it's so weird. And that's, again, another thing that's not like that's hot right now. It's not like anyone's like clamoring for more of that. So it's, <laughs> it's so, but you know, but I like both of those things. Like, I'm not against it. Um, it's just, it's strange. You know, I mean, she's, I think it's sonically risky and it's also career risky because yeah. I'm sure it'll debut at number one. This is not a billboard prediction, I'm just my prediction. But I cannot imagine this being like a consistent top ten hit. Like you right. know, it's it's not the radio yeah. is not going to regularly play this. Like I don't know,
3: I don't know. It, it'll be interesting. Um, it's it's so different, and maybe it's a little too different to your point. But I think I, I, that that hook is really catchy. Like the mm-hmm. what you're calling like the Fergie esque. Like mm-hmm. look what you made me do. Yeah. Um, it's really catchy, and and someone pointed out I think this morning, uh, that it's like a. I think maybe Dan uh, pointed this out, that it's, like, a, a perfect kind of club snippet. Like, yes. you can yeah. hear the yeah. remix. I mean,
2: yeah. and- swish, Swish, not doing great on the Hot 100, but, like, I hear it in, like, the clubs and the gay bars all the time. Like, yeah. this, I think 100% is going to be the same thing. Um, yeah. and, the, and the other crazy thing about it is so we uh, – Gil Kaufman, one of our great writers – um, did an interview with them, so it, it interpolates the the beat from Wright said Fred's mm-hmm. "I'm Too Sexy." Yep, you know another Not thing. Not the beat, the melody. We're both kind of the beat. If you if you line them up, the beat is pretty similar. Oh too. really? Yeah. I thought it was just melody. Anyway. Um, and yeah, again another like who thought that Taylor Swift was gonna take <laughs> "I'm Too Sexy" as a as a big sonic
3: inspiration? Next, I, ho- I, I hope second single has like an an interpolation of. Uh, Rico Suave. Let's get some <laughs> Gerardo in there. Yes, yeah. Um,
2: but yeah, real. Anyways, and they w- one interesting thing they said in their interview was um, their original. You know, it does, everyone kind of thinks that as like a dumb song, but it was like a satire on like eighties excess, um, the whole I'm too sexy thing. Mm-hmm. So like that was a fairly cynical song, and this is also a pretty cynical song, which yeah. they pointed oh, that's out. That's interesting. Um, interesting connection that I did not think yeah. of myself yeah. um but yeah just in terms of like reaction like swish swish really grew on me i started thinking like eh, and then i ended up loving it and i feel like the same is going to happen with this like i've listened to it a lot and i don't even say i love it now but i recognize that i want to keep returning to it
0: mm-hmm. for
3: those who did not attend my karaoke birthday party um <laughs> joe performed swish mm-hmm. Wish with uh my wife so that mm-hmm. is burned in my brain forever. Yeah.
1: It's on the internet. Yeah, if you want to look the for it. Don't, Yeah,
2: don't let people know that. <laughs> um,
1: speaking of the internet, one <laughs> one really interesting thing that I did see on Twitter, which I keep going back to, someone pointed out that the title of this song, by calling it "Look What You Made Me Do," mm-hmm. not like "Look What I've Done," or like she's taking no ownership. She's like yeah. once again making herself the victim here, which kind of makes me not like the song because then I'm just like no one really made you do that basically I'm having this internal struggle here (laughs) where I'm like first off I feel kind of bad for you if you feel like you're at a point where you're like this in this dark place because of all the things that people made you do and like you know what the headlines say and like what people think of you like that's kind of sad but then it's also like well no one made you do this dark release you know like this was your artistic decision. So, I, 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 I won't think be getting there might any be sleep a little tonight. bit of a
2: smirk with it. I'm, yeah. I mean, I can't say that for certain. Yeah, like, well, it know, might not be a totally earnest darkness. Maybe kind of like like character role playing yeah. sort of thing. Well, one of
3: the, one of the things, and that we were on an email chain this morning, Joe, um, where uh, Justin Bieber's sorry was brought up. Yes, and it was me. Yeah. that was you. Well yeah. done, sir. <laughs> um, but you know, I've been thinking about that since since then, and. I think part of the problem, and this song has gotten wildly mixed reviews mm-hmm. um, thus far. I would say leaning more toward negative than yeah. positive. But I think, and I think part of the problem is that when Justin Bieber dropped "Sorry," like it just made sense from a narrative perspective. Like mm-hmm. people yeah. kind of, even if you're a casual fan, you kind of knew he had done some dumb stuff and had some personal mm-hmm. issues and kind of had like a quote unquote fall from grace from when his, you know, when he first started out is like this precocious kid, he comes back with this song, sorry. And it's a great song, but also it makes sense for like him being like, I'm owning up to my mistakes. This, I think makes less sense for people because the Taylor versus Kimye thing and, you know, the Calvin Harris stuff, like Mm -hmm. it's not quite as memorable as like, I I think a lot of, a lot of what I've seen is like, so you, so you have this instance where she's like, Look what you made me do, like nobody trusts me and i think mm-hmm. I think people are just kind of confused, like what did we make you yeah. do right?
2: Um, it's a lot more nebulous, yeah, sure. so,
3: and I think that disconnect has created this problem of if say say like Taylor Swift had almost a worse year last year, and mm-hmm. she you know got completely destroyed on you know on a number of occasions mm-hmm. instead of just like this weird snapchat thing that mm-hmm. caused like a, like a week or half a week worth of headlines whatever yeah. mm-hmm. i mean i think that that would be one thing and then she kind of comes back but i think that the, i think people are just wondering like what is all this about and i think that has mm-hmm. colored a lot of the reaction to this song so i think yeah, that's,
2: that's a my good time. psychoanalysis. Yeah, and I think you're right, and I think it's also, you know, like with the Bieber stuff, of course he had Defenders, and people were like, oh, leave him alone, but that was a more universally, like, everyone could be like, all right, well, he did some dumb kid stuff, but, like, the Taylor Kimye thing is so, like, there's, it's one of those confusing things where you're kind of like, at the end of the day, you're not sure, like, what wrong was done, or Mm -hmm. if anyone did wrong, or if it was just this weird miscommunication, so it's so nebulous, yeah, people, and, you know, it wasn't universally that people hated her either, like... I think she could have come out and not addressed it, and people would have been fine moving on yeah. without yeah. thinking about it. But
1: yeah. also with Bieber, like sorry, sort of moved his narrative forward, you know. Yeah. And I feel like this, like, this is backtracking so yeah. much. Yeah. True. So. Yeah, yeah
3: I, I think that's that's part of the problem. I, I will say though that so I I like this song. Um, I don't love it. I like this song. I think it, it has some really cool elements. I will say this has me so excited for this album. I think that yeah. like. I'm so pumped for, like, weird Taylor Swift. We've never seen weird Taylor yeah, Swift I before. I
1: think that's why I like it, because yeah. I'm, I'm not a Taylor Swift fan. Yeah,
3: yeah. I and feel
2: like the whole album can't be this weird, though. Really? I would be shocked if it was. That, that That's the thing. This
3: is the lead single, man, so I don't know. I, know. I, feel, like, a I lead feel like smart lead, 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 lead single,
2: I feel like there's got to be some, like, immaculate pop confection on oh, this I'm sure. Yeah, that's we'll coming see. our way,
3: but I don't know. Maybe she just makes, like, a, f- a full, like, Bjork album. Like, let's go. Yeah, exactly. Let's go. Oh, like, um, like the, th- the throat singers. Like, uh, she just does, like, medulla. That'd be great. That'd be all That's about that. That's probably
2: what's going to happen. Yeah, good, good point.
1: Great prediction.
2: Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, this is obviously everyone. Everyone is, I think, forced to have an opinion on this. So yes. if, if you've got one. Uh, Please tweet them (laughs) at us. Let us know what you think about the song, slash the narrative, slash its chances on the charts. Um, And let's give a listen to this. So, Taylor Swift, uh, look what you made me do. And we're going to listen to a little bit of that. And then after that, we're going to go into our previously recorded podcast. So, uh, here it is new Taylor. check it once, then I check it twice, oh, look what you made me do, look what you made me do, look what you just made me do, look what you do. Hello and welcome to this week's Must Hear Music. My name is Joe Lynch and I am here with Jason Lipschitz. What's up, man? And Lindsay Havens. Hi. And uh so yeah, we got some tunes. We like, sure do. Like we do like every most episode. episodes. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so this week we're going to run through uh, Justin Bieber's new song with Blood Pop, Friends, uh, Dave East featuring French Montana Maneuver, um, a new-ish, sort of bending the rules on this one, uh, Jamila Woods and Chance the Rapper song. I asked if
1: we had any rules. I don't think we do here.
2: Um, they're, if, they're, if we do, they're being bent. Okay. Um A song from Sid, uh, J. Roddy, Wilson and the Biz, mm-hmm. and then Ali and AJ, the return of Ali and AJ, uh, which has people been tweeting at me about, and this song is officially really? out. So now, it, yeah, it's, it's Time to talk about it. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, but let's let's start with uh, you know the man, the legend, Jason. Specifically oh, talking about that? Justin Bieber. Then. Oh, haha.
3: <laughs> yeah, so Justin Bieber and Blood Pop and and with their friends Justin Tranter and Julia Michaels mm-hmm. released a new song um it's good i mean i i don't we we've talked a lot about justin bieber on this podcast Uh, it the the new single is is fun it it, to me it sounds like a weekend song a lot and uh you know just in terms of that kind of like cruising production uh i I think that some of the lyrics are a little iffy but i I think overall it it hits its mark i don't really have like a a drawn-out opinion on this i I mean it, it it's not like a a huge change up for him Mm -hmm. it's 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 nothing like completely amazing or wretched or even Mm -hmm. it's not even it's not like mediocre at all it's it's just like very solid so what do you guys think
1: yeah i mean when we did the little billboard staff poll i voted for sorry over this song do
2: you want to explain that a little bit
3: yeah
1: for those who aren't for people who
2: are listening who maybe haven't read every article on Billboard. Well,
1: for the few of you who don't continuously read the website. Um, we did a little staffer poll in the office basically comparing Friends and Sorry. And I think most people voted. Because it's the same voted... two
2: co-writers. Uh, yeah. Justin Tranter and Julia Michaels wrote and both those songs. And
1: essentially the same And And same producer, too. A,
2: yeah, Blood like, Pop produced or co-produced both. Yeah.
1: yeah, but like lyrically almost the same, thematically sort of the same. Lots of similarities. But I think most of us voted for Sorry. Yeah, I, know I did. Um, so to me, Friends feels a little bit cheap just because it – like sorry part two what did you call it in your I called
2: record? it sorry not sorry oh,
1: you had another one too didn't uh. you? sorry light was that you sorry my, i don't know i don't know sorry, sorry, not I
2: sorry sorry diet near, <laughs> diet
3: sorry
1: yeah diet sorry if you will um i mean friends is great i listened to it a few times it's just not not what i wanted Excellent. for bieb's return yeah i don't
2: know i think it i think it is great guys okay um no i, I totally hear what you're saying like it's it's very similar to sorry Um, you know, it's, it has that vocal modulation squiggly thing Mm -hmm. that's been so popular for like two years now. And I admit that's getting a little old, but, um, I think just in terms of like an environment where there isn't a lot of like pop pop, you know, like Bieber, Carly Jepsen type pop. It's just nice to hear a song like this. Like there's just isn't a lot of that happening, but yeah, it's like, sorry. And it's not as good as sorry. Um, but there, I think one thing that does sort of recommend it is, uh, Blood Pop maybe gets a little more experimental on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, like some of the synths are like a little reverby and kind of angular in a way that reminded me of Grimes' album uh, Art Angels, which he did work on oh, too. Yeah. So I think there's a little bit of an edge to it that maybe Sorry doesn't have. But yeah, I mean, I agree. It's, it's not as strong. But I mean, Sorry, like I would consider one of the be- like absolute top pop songs of this decade. So did yeah. not be up to that level is still pretty good. Yeah, exactly.
3: That's kind of how, that's exactly how I feel. I, I feel like the exact same way I felt about like when cold water came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't like let me love you as much. Um, what was the other song? I guess like I'm the one, I mean, yeah. they're, yeah, I mean, they're just, it's just like another successful mm-hmm. Beaver song where he's, you know, doing his thing and, and it's entertaining enough. I don't think it's, you know, blow you away type of material but yeah
2: right um yeah and it's it's hard it's tough to fault someone too when they're like in, when they reach like a, a pinnacle and the stuff that comes after it is like just pretty good yeah exactly. you know you don't want to be like oh you suck for just being b plus now <laughs> yeah. you know but anyways um but let's listen to it so it's Justin let's. Bieber and blood pop blood pop gets the uh, same billing with Bieber yeah. so good for him uh song's called friends
0: Got <laughs> you know we had something so good i'm wondering can we still be
1: friends can we still be
0: friends have
2: to all right uh next up let's talk l- let's do let's pivot to another jason pick though Ooh wow uh, double jason <laughs> uh so dave east featuring french montana uh, yeah. So Dave East, we had a speaking of uh, Billboard.com, a very nice interview with him. Uh, oh, really? Our new hip hop editor, totally Carl that. Lamar, uh, interviewed him for a great piece that went up sometime last week. I forget when, but some sometime point last, last week. week. Just it's true. Google Dave East Billboard. It's the most recent one.
3: Cool. Yeah. So Dave East is a, is a rapper from Harlem. Uh, he he signed to Def Jam maybe like a year or two ago, and uh, he draw, he he I was going to combine the word just and dropped into drust uh he (laughs) just dropped his uh i think proper debut album i I could be wrong with that i
2: think he's calling and i could be wrong also i think he's calling this an ep which is bizarre because it's 40 minutes Mm. you
3: know the classification will have to be tbd yeah but paranoia a true story it, it has a bunch of big guest stars on it uh Maneuver features, um French Montana. I, I just picked this one because I, I just like this the best. It's um he has the single with Chris Brown that's doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um he has a song with Cheesy that I like. But yeah, I, I think that this is like it kinda shows his skills and it's it, it doesn't have a lot of bells and whistles or like a a, a huge hook or anything like that. But it, it's it's really I don't know. It's it's just it's just like very magnetic in in terms of like kind of pulling you into his world and you kind of like i said you get a sense of who he is at this point it's it's not like thrilling um but it's just great i mean i I could see this like being a song in like um in like a tv soundtrack or a movie soundtrack or even getting some radio play What, what did you guys think of dave east featuring french montana
1: well, I uh, listened to half of this song. Oh no, <laughs> Lindsay. Yeah, not because I didn't like it; just simply ran out of time. Oh but wow! I liked where it was going. If that's anything. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: I'm not gonna spoil the ending for you. <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't know what happens. Don't ruin it. Yeah, it
2: takes a crazy turn.
3: In <laughs> the yeah, last maybe it second. does. It was produced by M. Night Shyamalan, so there's <laughs> so a big <laughs> you twist. You just at never the end. know. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and, I mean, even though we're talking about Davey, I so will say I've <laughs> recently become a pretty big fan of French Montana so, wow. so maybe this day. would be my favorite off of the album what'd you say
2: i said that's something you don't hear every day
1: yeah it's pretty unusual but i keep whenever i walk through our office when the hot 100 songs play or whenever i hear them on the radio i'm like i really like this song and i realize it's a french montana song yes so, he's, got some,
2: he's got some hits yeah yeah he
3: does i listen to it, it's so weird because very quick aside i have um this running playlist that i listen to like every morning i just i like listening to the same like order of 12 songs mm-hmm. so i i can honestly say that i listen to french montana's pop that every single morning <laughs> it's like the for eighth or song. Now? um for a couple months now maybe even more than mm-hmm. that um
2: mm-hmm. but yeah i just That's like i That's
3: can fun. honestly
2: say every morning
1: That's
3: uh yeah. pop that
2: yeah Well you run every morning
3: yeah most mornings yeah that
1: was his humble brag mm-hmm.
2: yeah that really was
1: well
3: what can i say
2: Um, Well, I wake up every morning.
1: That's
3: true. Well, I would hope so, or else who's going (laughs) to lead
1: the must-hear music? Hey, I'm proud of you for that.
2: That's a lot. Yeah, so I I guess uh, I don't have too much to add other than, um, yeah, I've been hearing a lot about him. Um, I like it. You know, it's hard for me to tell, like... I, I don't know. It, it's just I, I need to, I think, listen to it more in mm-hmm. terms of like, you know, It's is, is this like is he, you know, potentially one of the greats or is he just like a pretty good rapper who's yeah. on the scene? Like, I don't know. But I will say I really love the um uh there's this uh, the saxophone in the background. Yeah. Kind of this like lonely late night sort of sultry thing. I know. I thought that was a good. It's kind
3: of it, it's kind of nice to the the whole album is, is kind of nice just because it's it's such a like a straightforward rap album. And I, I, I definitely need it just came out, I think three days ago so i need to spend more time with it i didn't hear before it came out but um to me it's just like a very straightforward rap album and i always kind of appreciate when that happens just because so much of popular hip-hop right now is you know more pop focused and and more kind of you know you have the sing-songy stuff and Mm -hmm. um which is cool and i i admire it um and and enjoy it on occasion but yeah uh i enjoy this album
2: Alright, well let's listen to you some of that So it's Dave East featuring French Montana The song is called Maneuver Put it up, bro
3: uh,
2: if, if, if it's about a bad guy, I maneuver
3: I'm,
2: a I'm on the hand-to-hand maneuver Maneuver Fresh about the trap, I maneuver I'm a new. In that phone, I maneuver BVS is on me Keep my weapon on me Protect for lead. Yeah. My bitch a freak yeah. Now tell me how you want me. Them bad bitches on me. 100 freaks Yep yeah. Um. All right, let's do. Uh, we haven't done a lens pick, so let's do it. Let's do. So we have uh, Jamila Woods featuring Chance the Rapper, LSD. And I was yes. saying this is bending the rules just a little bit because technically Ooh. this did hit SoundCloud a year ago, but mm-hmm. is officially out now. Correct. So.
1: And it's sort of relevant once again because yeah. the music video just came out.
2: The music video did just come out, yeah. Um, and it is—it's a, a great song.
1: So. Yeah, and I—I I sort of feel like maybe not everyone was aware of this album when it came out last year, I think and that's it's incredible. Accurate. Yeah. So, shout out to Jamila. I mean, yeah. it was a smart move and a great move that she could get chance on a song, and that obviously I think is the most popular off the album, which is called Heaven, H-E-A-V-N, mm-hmm. um, similar to Havens, if you will. Wow. wow. And she's Chicago, right? Yeah. That, I no, mean, that's and obviously that's
2: why we're talking wow. about right? it. And Chicago's this song one stan. is um, <laughs> basically an ode to Chicago.
1: Mat. It's Jamila Woods. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> Wearing a Chicago flag under my outfit. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mayor Daly. <laughs> oh, no, too far. Too far. Um, but yeah, this song in particular is basically like an ode to the city because the lyrics aren't anything spectacular. I mean, she's talking about like driving down Lakeshore Drive, LSD. Sort of looking at Lake Michigan, how mm. it's not an ocean, but
2: it's your favorite. Yeah. Have you?
1: Yeah. So you know what it's like. I know
2: what it's like in the in the Big Windy. Oh yeah,
1: <laughs> as we call it. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> you Midwest kids.
1: Oh, um, but yeah, I mean, another one I wanted to shout out was uh, Very Black with No Name, just because I love No Name as well, and I think the two of them together is something really special. Just more Chicago love all around.
3: That's so cool. What, what was what was cool uh, last month was Jamila was at. Uh, pitchfork fest mm-hmm. and unfortunately right before like an hour before their set uh sh- she was going to be on the small stage and the avalanches were going to be on the main stage the avalanches had to pull out uh for a personal for a personal problem so jamila like you could s- so i was at the small stage and you could see jamila and her whole crew like
1: we're going to the main stage <laughs> and it was really cool because so it, was,
3: it was a hometown show so yeah she's great
1: was the crowd big
3: yeah yeah it was actually very very big um so yeah
1: Cool,
2: and how did your dad like it?
3: Oh, he loved it. He nice. he he definitely was was into Jamila.
2: I yeah, I mean, I think I think she's fantastic. Uh, this song in particular, I think the production is really mm-hmm. complex and interesting. Um, you know, it kind of falls into that like soulful funk kind of zone out music that you kind of put yes, it on exactly. and just like lay back and you know. And imagine things. Totally. Um, or drive
1: down Lake Shore or, Drive. Or, yeah, exactly.
2: Or a good driving, sort yeah. of. Uh, Lay back and <laughs> yeah. imagine things. Let, <laughs> let your mind take over. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep. With what or do you, without. What do you, how do
2: you listen to other music? I don't know. Sometimes some, I feel like some music you listen to while you're right, thinking, going up. about <laughs> and like do maybe you're cleaning just or flailing your arms or doing other wildly. activities and other types of music are things you just like lay down it's and true. kind of like let your mind kind of wander to weird places. That
1: explains it when I walk by your desk and I just see you laying down, you're imagining yeah, things. Yeah, exactly. On my back. <laughs> That's what's happening. what's yeah.
3: Joe doing? Oh, he's imagining things.
2: <laughs> I, think I have to do a lot of imagining, okay? I don't need this. All right. Uh, let's listen to it. It's Jamila Woods featuring Chance the Rapper um, called LSD very fitting title. Really
0: had it like that. You ain't think-
2: All right, that was LSD. Um, now onto a fairly, fairly different sound. Ellie uh, and AJ. So Woo-hoo! this is one of my picks.
1: What
2: uh, my pick too? The song is called "Take Me," and it is awesome. A banger. Uh, so for those who are unfamiliar, um, admittedly, this, you know I was not. I was not a big uh, Disney Channel viewer around the time of. Uh, what was or it you Phil were to you the were? future oh, yeah. or something yeah so we,
3: of the future fill of the Phil future of the fe- so lindsay what like tell us about this show i have no idea what this show no, is you guys
1: considering my age is an advantage <laughs> here for <Yeah>. weeks, <laughs> um i actually don't remember the show that well ah
2: uh, i have been a good
3: i one.
1: he could i think he saw into the future but now i'm thinking that might just be That So Raven.
2: That is, but I'm sure they recycled <laughs> it and copied it for a million other shows. Yeah.
1: I mean, I wasn't even a fan of their acting careers. Their music careers really like, right. sold me on the so one sister of, duo. So one or
2: both of them was on a Disney Channel show. I think uh, it was Allie, And then they Oh, they had, both
3: weren't on it? So wait,
2: what?
1: I think it was <laughs> Allie, And then I, I think, think AJ sort of like tagged on to her career. Aww, and then they cool. did some movies together. And then they started singing.
3: That's cool.
2: Yeah. yeah, so they had a couple two or three albums even, like mm-hmm. ten years ago. Um, more like kind of teen oriented, like pop rock stuff on Hollywood Records, which is Disney's um label for kind I mean, really like more kind of like kid stuff type things. Like Demi was on that back before she kind of grew up. Mm-hmm. Um and so yeah, they they disappeared. They they started this other band called Seventy Eight Violet, which was yeah. supposed to be their, like We're adults now, and then Mm -hmm. no one really paid attention. Uh, So I think they're very smartly like dusting back off the Ali and AJ moniker. Um, But the sound is like 100% adult, but it's not in that like Miley Cyrus, uh, former Disney star adult thing. They're not basically. They're not like I'm an adult because I'm sexual now. Yeah, it's like I'm an adult because I'm listening to more complicated music and I'm, I'm having a more like mature production. Right. Um. It's it's very it's just very very beautiful. It's kind of this like disorienting, breathy '80s synth pop. Um. Very well put together. The vocals sound great. Um. It's just you know I mean this is this is kind of a style that's come back in vogue, for the last ten years and with varying degrees of success uh you know kind of more in the indie world than anything else uh and i think they're doing a fantastic job with it i mean like i said you know this is it's an 80s throwback it's kind of like when it's back in the popular consciousness these days it's more in the indie realm so this is not like going to be a chart banger but i feel like this is the kind of thing that could get a placement in a commercial or a movie trailer or something and like actually blow up in some sense
3: i want to quickly interject um phil of the future yes according to wikipedia follows a family from the future that gets stranded in the 21st century oh, right. when their time machine
1: breaks they had, down they had sprayable they had all these cans you'd open their pantry they'd be like what do you want for dinner kids and they'd be like brownies and then you'd spray on a tray and brownies would be there now i remember oh, the show
2: so bad for the environment yes yeah,
1: didn't matter back then i uh, mean back, back <laughs> then in the future Forward then <laughs> yeah.
3: um also they you mentioned that they starred in some movies. I only see one uh Is it cow and bells? Wow, you remember. So <laughs> it's called Cow Bells and Bells like Bell of the Ball. That's how it's called. Mm.
1: It's only uh, one?
2: I, so are they like Southern know. Bells sort of thing? I I don't know. You yeah. tell you tell yeah, us. Yeah, and then I they. think
1: they're Family loses money or something and they have to work in like a milk factory, oh my god, I think this well, is that accurate. sounds like really ridiculous oh <laughs> uh, wow I'm so sorry uh yeah
3: i don't i I love this song it man yeah also check out seventy violet's uh single hot house that song was great,
2: oh yeah yeah um but but yeah as a, as an ellie and a j long time listener, what do you think about yeah, that? Yeah.
1: um <laughs> I saw them open for Miley Cyrus when she was oh, really? touring as that's Hannah Montana. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. It was amazing. Um, I've been a fan forever. A potential breakup song is probably one of my favorite songs ever. But, wow. I'm yeah, I'm just really happy. In our music meeting last Friday, I gasped because I saw the email <laughs> saying that they had returned. So I was really happy <laughs> um, that they have new music out. And I wouldn't say it's everything I wanted because I'd be perfectly happy if they put out a song that didn't sound any more mature than their mm-hmm. old material yeah. um but i do like where it's headed
2: yeah but they're late 20s now i mean they can't you gotta let them grow up yeah fine what if they it'd be cool if one of these i mean cool i guess but
3: like if if one of these like D- disney channel stars just didn't grow up they right like, like we, <laughs> they're like 45 yes.
2: <laughs> and they're still making like teen pop mm-hmm. it'd be great it'd be fine could have been would be really interesting yeah um i probably frightening too all <laughs> right well let's let's listen to some of it uh ali and aj take me and once again i want to say uh thank you to the several people who tweeted recommendations at me about this as well as even people in the office have been asking me about this. i feel like i've been getting bombarded really yeah that's
3: really people funny Taylor, shout out but... to uh, a <laughs> quick shout out to uh sam lansky formerly of of time magazine now at spotify who like will ride or die with Ali and AJ forever and ever. Like I, I te- when this song came out I texted him and uh, and he was all about it. So congrats to him. Alright, there we go. Well, let's give it a listen.
2: Make a move and make you now. That was Ellie and AJ Take Me. Um, let's do one more time. All right, let's do it. Sorry, we're going to do another one of my pick. Go we'll for it. wrap with the Havens. Okay. Uh, so J. Roddy Walston and the Business is a band uh, led by J. Roddy Walston. Not his real name, but that's what, that's what he's going. Uh, so they had an album in 2013 that was called Emotional Tremors, which is good. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I wasn't like a ride or die fan of it. Uh, They have a new album coming out called Destroyers of the Soft Life. And uh, I heard the whole thing yesterday. Oh. And it is awesome. It's very, very impressive. It's a really... They're kind of a little more more polished, but at the same time a little more adventurous, I would say. Um, And one of the songs from that called You Know Me Better is out now. Um, And I just love... Like, I unexpectedly, like, love this. It just, like, to me, it has... Like, it's very, it's rock. It's, like, fairly straightforward in that sense. Um, but it, like, has a lot of the Arcade Fire grandeur of, like, their older stuff uh, mm-hmm. before they started, like, discoing it up. There's kind of that, like, about-to-burst emotional feeling of, like, hold-steady songs from, like, 10 years ago. Um, and then, the, and but also, it, it keeps from being, like, a little too sappy, a little too emotional because the riffs are, like, they're very crunchy, I would say. Yeah. like. You get kind of, like, some early Weezer shadings on some of those. Um, it's just, it's a really, like, it has a great buildup. It's just, there aren't, like, and, I mean, we've talked about it, You know, there aren't, like, a yeah. ton of great rock songs these days. It's not, like, what what's, like, really the most uh, adventurous or challenging music. But I think this is a really fantastic, interesting song. But I, as, a, as a resident, you know, rock Roxanne, I'd be curious what you thought of this, Lindsay.
1: Well, I do have that on my resume. Mm-hmm. But... I love this song. And this is one of those bands where I I've heard the name for a really long time. And I'm just like, "Oh yeah, I know. Like I've I know who they are, and I actually don't. I've never really listened." Mm-hmm. So I was happy that you picked a song cuz it forced me to take a minute and listen and confirm that I am indeed a fan. Um Yay. it's just it's right up my alley. It the beginning sort of reminded me of like a weird fusion of Ryan Adams and Kurt Vile.
2: I can see that. Yeah. Um
1: like somewhere in between, but also a little bit harder than both. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So, yeah, I'm excited to hear the album, especially if you say it's great.
2: I do. What what do you think, Jason?
1: I really like
3: this, actually. Yeah. Uh, It's funny because I will always like – so I've been to Bonnaroo six times. I'm Mm -hmm. pretty sure Jay, Roddy, Walston, and the business have been there – (laughs) <laughs> five of those times i mean that's actually that's not yeah. true but i i feel like every time i've been to bonnaroo ever they're they're there and they're jamming out and everybody's mm-hmm. enjoying they're like a quintessential bonnaroo band so i've never i i've enjoyed their live show at bonnaroo and elsewhere mm-hmm. but have never really explored their their catalog and, mm-hmm. and uh, i'm glad you sent this over because um i liked it a lot
2: yeah i think it's great and i think it kind of you know it's it. it I, I've also seen them live, and I. Yeah, it, this is different than that. It's. It's a little more focused, yeah. a little more. Uh, polished, but yeah, it's very solid. I'm totally and it, into Yeah, it. and I think that's why I haven't
3: sought out their dis like their catalog, mm-hmm. their catalog because yeah, I didn't think it would be
2: this focused. So yeah, I like it. All right, cool. Uh, well, let's. Uh, oh, and yeah. So in the rest of the you know the album, without giving anything away, but there's these uh, great little kind of like flourishes on it, like before and after some of the tracks, they'll just throw in like kind of like instrumental noodling kind of white mm-hmm. album ish which is always fun
1: yeah when um, is it out
2: uh mm-hmm. september 29th i think if memory serves but yeah so it's uh j roddy walston and the business song is called you know me better
1: think it's just as well. you know me better than i know myself i don't have to think i think it's just as well
3: You Know Me Better, that reminds me of a Roisin Murphy Oh my song. god,
2: are you kidding me? I definitely thought of that great Roisin Murphy song, You Know yeah. Me Better. Oh, I love her so much. I know you do. I know you do. I think about her all the time.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty weird.
2: For a, for a pop star that no one really cares about in America, I think about her an awful lot. Um, all right, so next and last, uh, Lindsay. We have Sid, S-Y-D. Yep. song is Bad Dreams slash No Looking Back. Uh, this is Sid of the internet slash Odd Future mm-hmm. adjacent fame. Uh, what, what do you have to say about this one?
1: Um, I think it's pretty awesome. She put out her debut in February, so getting back out there pretty quickly. And this yeah, is just a great song. I was going to ask,
3: like, is it this like a leftover track? Do you know?
1: No. Um, a project is coming out. The date I saw was what? September 8th, but I don't know if that was 100% confirmed. Cool. But yeah, it's either... They, she put out album art for it, and it's either going to be, like, a visual project or an EP or an album. Not really known, but it appears as though this will be on that. Cool. But, yeah, I don't know. I just think it's awesome. The lyrics are really great to me, and they remind me a lot of The Weekend because they're just, like, super sultry and a lot of the stuff that he gets into. But you don't often hear it from a female, mm-hmm. which is why I yeah. think it's really cool. It's just, like, late night, lights low, R&B, you know? Yeah.
3: <laughs> That's like a good weekend comparison <laughs> so, because <laughs> the net like tomorrow I'm gonna catch you. Joe's gonna be at his desk imagining himself things, <laughs> and Lindsay's gonna like be slower in the lights while listening to Sid. Yeah, um, you know. Yeah, no. I, I I what what's great about Sid is she's so distinct, and that's one of the things I loved about Finn. Uh, mm-hmm. Her album, who came? Yeah, wow, it came out in February. It feels like yeah, so long ago. Um. But, yeah, I mean, no one else is really making music like Sid. And mm-hmm. um, I've returned to that album a lot. And, I, yeah, I, I thought this might have been a cast off just because it it definitely continues in that mode. But I'm, I'm excited to hear more. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I don't have much. You know, I think it's I like songs that fall into that, like, seductive hookup, but, like, specifically unromantic genre yeah. um, that The Weeknd does a lot of. But you're right. You don't hear it enough from women and um and I I mean part of that is just because people are are less willing to buy that kind of music from Mm -hmm. women unfortunately uh but yeah like there's the line we only kiss when we're um that said over and over that's awesome it's a good one um but yeah it's good I I I totally dig it I like her I've seen her live she's fantastic
1: oh yeah
2: Mm -hmm. all right all right, well, let's listen to it. We're closing in our time. Let's so us do it. Uh, Sid, Bad Dreams, slash No Looking Back.
3: I'm on my way, you tell me to wait. Say your place
2: and a mess, doesn't matter to me. Don't waste your time. Be
1: there intended to buzz me in. We say we don't want no lovingness, But when we're intimate, you don't resist. Yeah. We might
0: get
3: lit.
2: That was Sid, S-Y-D, uh, and that's all we got for this podcast. What
1: so. an episode,
3: huh? What an ep-
1: Wow, got a little bit of everything. <laughs> I liked every song that we talked about today. Yeah,
2: I think I did too, actually. No duds on this one. Usually yeah. we you know, squeak in a couple stinkers, right? <laughs> do we? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, just briefly, because we, we do have to run. Uh, so Billboard Hot 100 Fest was this last weekend. Oh, yeah. What was everyone's favorite act that they saw?
1: I loved Big Sean. Thought he put on a really great show, and I'd never seen him live. I also love T-Pain. He did like a little soulful jam in the middle. Mm-hmm. His voice is incredible when he's not singing through the vocoder. vocoder yeah, vocoder, vocoder, auto tune. Yeah, right. Yeah.
3: yeah. Uh, I was only so I was only there on Sunday, but uh, shout out to Camila. She was great. She was really good. Mm-hmm. We were all mobbing. You know what's so funny? So I don't know if you guys noticed. Did you notice? So. For those who weren't there, a bunch of us billboard people were in, like, the pit (laughs) watching Camila. And I was just, like, I was being goofy and whatnot. Um, And I saw to our left our two interns. Did you guys see them? I saw them, them. yeah. And, like, but clearly didn't want to, like, hang with us. And so I came over to them this morning. I was like, yo, saw you guys at Camila. What's going on? Do you want to come over? And they were like, oh, I sorry. I was like, I don't, I'm not, I am i do not want to make you feel bad. <laughs> well, there to go. Shame yeah I Sounds think like I you did. did. Um, but yeah, Camila, Camila's like live show is on point. She had a yeah. great live She's presence. Great.
2: Yes, her voice sounded very good, and it was just a great. She seemed so joyous. It was yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. Like, see
3: if like for those listening, see Camila live. She's opening for Bruno Mars. Um, should be great.
2: A good show. Uh, for me, Tanache. I loved she's such, uh, her, she's such a good dancer. I her I backup dancers her. are yeah, incredible. I I um, it was just fantastic. But yeah. All right. Billboard High 100. Yeah, Another one. one for the books. Swish, swish, bish. Another one in yeah. the basket. Wow. Sure. All right. Uh, thank you for listening. If you have any recommendations for music, please hit us up on Twitter or thoughts about the ones we talked about. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. <laughs>